Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free, which is great. And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer all in one. And it is the platform that I use to host and upload my podcast. They will distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can also make money from your podcast through Anchor with no minimum listenership, which is lit. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks, Anchor. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to Acting My Age with me, Rohini Elise. Happy Wednesday. You made it to Wednesday. Good work. You did it. Hope you guys are all doing well. I have a very good episode today. I'm really feeling very good about it. I was journaling this morning and basically wrote out like so many things that I want to include in today's episode, and I also have a bunch of submissions from you guys. Um, today we're going to be talking about self-confidence and just confidence in general. I don't know why it took me this long to do this episode because I realized so many of my other episodes basically all revolve around self-confidence, but I haven't actually touched directly on this topic, so I thought it would be good. And it's definitely something that I feel like I'm learning more and more about as I'm getting more into manifestation and just some books I'm reading recently have really opened my eyes to a few things around your self-worth. So this is going to be a very deep episode. I just know it. I'm feeling it. I had a coffee, a latte just now, which I haven't had in like over a week. (laughs) So I'm feeling very energized, very excited to talk to you guys and very grateful that you all are tuning in. So thanks for spending this time with me. I hope you enjoy it. I really enjoy it. And yeah, let's get into the episode. Okay, so I'm going to try to make this as uh, quiet as possible, but I have actual physical notes in my journal. So if you hear like page rustling or anything, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, So I was just kind of brainstorming about what I wanted to talk about. And the first thing I thought of was self-confidence all and just confidence in general. The whole concept breaks down to do I feel worthy of this or do I feel worthy in general? That's what, what it boils down to. Also feeling capable and secure in yourself. To me, that's self-confidence. It's not only um, loving your body, feeling comfortable in your body, feeling confident um, like speaking to other people or feeling comfortable in a relationship. It's like, do I feel capable and secure in myself? That's self-confidence. It's like not just the physical thing, you know? Yeah, one thing I just wanted to say before I get into this episode is that I think I am, I mean, I know I'm very, very lucky um, for a lot of reasons, but I was raised to feel and believe that I'm capable and supported. And I know that's not always the case. And it's, it's extremely lucky to be raised in that way. And I feel so, so, so grateful that I have that foundation for my life. I grew up hearing like, you can do anything. You're great. You are loved, which is, which is everything. Um, and I know that it's helped me just immensely. So to anyone who didn't hear that growing up, I'm going to tell you right now, and I truly believe it, so I hope that you hear hear what I'm saying and actually take it in and believe it for yourself. Okay, ready? You can do anything. You are great and you are loved. And even if right now you're like, well, no, like no one loves me right now or I don't, I can't think of anyone that loves me. Just in general, you are loved. Like, God, I know this episode is going to be so sappy and (laughs) cheesy, but like you're here for a reason, you know, and you're just loved. Like just being, just being here is 
very special and it wasn't a mistake that you're here. So, um, I love you. I L Y Illy. (laughs) And yeah, you guys can do anything you set your mind to and you are great. That's one of the biggest things in my childhood. My mom would always be like, you're great. You're great. Which is just so amazing. Honestly, it's, I can't even imagine everything that that's done for me, just having that foundation. So I just wanted to say I'm really grateful for that. And I know that a lot of people, that wasn't the case for them growing up. And perhaps even it was the opposite. Parents or um, guardian figures telling you that you couldn't do things and bringing you down instead of uplifting you. So I just wanted to say that I'm here for you and I can't imagine what that's like. Um, But I really do think there's going to be some little tidbits of wisdom for everybody in this, in this episode. And Um, I talked about this before in the manifestation episode, but just because the road is harder for you doesn't mean that it's not worth it for you to still, you know, do it. Like, still go on the journey, even though your journey might be 10 times harder than mine or 10 times harder than your neighbor's or anything like that. It's still worth it for you to do it, even though maybe it's not um, fair, quote unquote, that you have to do, you have to get past so many more hurdles. I still think it's totally worth it and you will be very happy at the end of the outcome or whatever the end of the road I don't know I don't want to do too many metaphors (laughs) anyway you can do anything you are great you are loved that's the foundation for self-confidence just believing those things (laughs) and you are loved can be that you love yourself too it doesn't have to be like from an external source like just oh my god I've been listening to so many Uh, so many manifestation podcasts and reading so many things and I'm like all up in the all up in the hippie woo woo talk like just you are loved like by the planet you know like the the earth and the nature and the then the animals if you have a dog or a pet like they love you you know it's just a general consensus that you're here for a reason and um you're loved even if you don't feel like it I promise you are so another thing that I wanted to just start off with because to me self-confidence and being confident does not mean like you boast or brag about it self-confidence is on the opposite side of the spectrum of um being cocky confidence to me is not like something that's showy you know the most confident people i've ever been around they are so grounded and so stable and solid in themselves that they invite just like being around just their presence invites everyone around them to be their true self so it's not like it's not in your face you know it's very subtle and very like just grounded that's self-confidence it's not showy it's not bragging it's not trying to prove that they're confident you know it's like very just humble grounded stable and just solid um so I kind of wanted to clear that because I don't know if I I think to me maybe especially with social media we can assume like oh my god that person is so confident that that person's so confident people are just saying a lot of things like externally trying to prove that they're confident or maybe even being cocky like with their belongings or what they own or whatever but To me, like the most confident people don't have to say anything about their confidence. It's just so obvious and it feels so solid that it's just obvious. Like, oh, this is a very confident, self-assured person. Not like this person wants to be confident or this person is in my face about how confident they are. You know, I feel like that's a very big difference. Someone who's confident doesn't have to tell you that they're confident. Does that make sense? (laughs) Also, a very wonderful thing to me about self-confidence is that it actually helps others. Maybe we are taught to think that taking care of yourself or working on yourself or being confident is a bad thing or it's selfish or whatever. But actually, when you are truly confident in yourself, You can help other people 10 times more. Like when you feel secure in yourself, you have extra space to love and help others. And especially when you're confident in yourself, you're not doing things in a selfish way for your own gain. Like you feel content in yourself. So when you're helping other people, it's truly because you want to help them, not because of some personal gain, you know? So it's like self-confidence only helps Working on yourself can only help other people. Um, so keep that in mind because sometimes it's hard for us to work on ourselves just for our own reasons. But if we're like, oh, wow, if I am bettering myself, I can actually help other people. That maybe is a good motivator. I don't know. I feel like it's always easier to 
um, do something for someone else. I don't know why we're like that, but sometimes I find that. So I just wanted to mention it. This, I just wrote this when I was journaling. Self-confidence is a stream that flows consistently. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote that, but it, I, I do think that kind of goes back to like baseline grounded. It's just constantly flowing. It's not in your face. It's just running its course and continuing on kind of thing. Something I really like dawned on me when I was writing this morning is doing the personal work to get to a place where you feel confident and secure in yourself. It's one of the most important and brave things you will ever do in your life. And I really do mean brave because for so many people, there's a lot of shit and hard stuff you're going to have to uncover and heal to get there to true self-confidence and like being in your self-worth and realizing how amazing you are and sticking up for what you deserve kind of thing. You probably maybe will have to go through and uncover a lot of shit and unlearn a lot of shit, but it's so, so, so worth it. And it really is brave because I think people who anything, like if you notice someone acting out, if you notice someone being mean, it's like the classic example, like an elementary school bully, the person, the kid who's picking on another kid is just the one that's hurting the most, you know? It's the same thing. It's like the people who are hurting the most are causing the most hurt. So being able to help um, heal yourself or get on the road to healing yourself is extremely hard, extremely brave, but can help so, so much. Again, it benefits everyone, not just you. And it's so, so worth it. Like I said, I've been learning a lot about manifestation. And from a manifestation perspective, you call in or attract, that's another word for call in, that's just like a classic manifestation term, you attract what your subconscious believes you deserve. So your self-worth is everything, like it really is everything. Yeah. Um, your greatest your greatest and wildest dreams can come true if you truly believe that you deserve it. This again goes back to my manifestation episode, but it's not like, it, it's easy for me to say like, oh, I deserve like a farm, a 20 acre farm and like running my own bed and breakfast. It's, it's easy to say it, but it's another thing. Like when I think about it, I'm like, do I really deserve it? Like there's all these questions in your head. Well, do I deserve it? Like, have I really worked hard enough for that? Or maybe there's someone else that deserves it more. It's one thing to say it, but it's another thing for your subconscious or deep in your heart to, to feel and believe that you truly deserve it. And yeah, it's not just on the outside, like saying it subconsciously in the core of your being and your heart. Like I deserve this. I deserve this loving relationship. I deserve a friend who treats me well. I deserve um, a beautiful apartment with natural light, like whatever it may be for you. I deserve a pet who loves to cuddle me, anything like that. Like it's really so crazy what your subconscious does, guys. When I've, I've been getting more into learning about manifestation again, and like I'm just starting to notice so many things that I have been literally making happen just by having a few like thoughts. Anyway, your subconscious is extremely, extremely powerful. And the manifestation course I'm doing by Lacey Phillips, there's all these different courses and you go through what's one of them inner child. So you go through all these things in your childhood and I haven't done that one yet. That one's coming up, but basically it helps you unblock and like unlearn and figure out some things that you may have picked up growing up that is basically getting in the way of you living your best life. So it's it's some like deep shit, but I feel really, really lucky and grateful that I found out about this now at 22 because I also learned in this podcast that after 26, I believe, it's harder for your brain to unlearn and relearn things um, or just learn in general, like absorb a new task, learn a new task. Um, so yeah, a lot of us are young listening to this. So take advantage now, like just do everything you can in your power while you're young to give yourself the best possible foot forward or like boost forward, you know? Anyway, that was a tangent. Okay, so I have this literally beautiful quote that almost made me tear up when I first read it. So let me let me get it for you guys. Also in general, the book Letting Go by David R. Hawkins is literally life-changing. I know everyone says like, well, this is a life-changing book, but this book is legitimately fucking life-changing. If you're not too into the whole manifestation, spiritual kind of world, then some of how it's written at the beginning might freak you out a little bit, but I swear like as you keep going, it gets less woo-woo and more just practical. It's truly, he breaks down like everything, everything that humans do, everything that happens in society every like emotion or reaction he just breaks it all down into like the most simple terms where you're like oh holy shit of course 
it's crazy, guys. I really would recommend this book. I'm not done with it because it's it's like quite a book you have to really digest and I take notes, but I would really recommend it. So anyway, this is from his book, Letting Go, on page 141. Um, this about made me cry. So, okay. When we truly love something and thereby become one with it, it is because we see its intrinsic perfection. In fact, its faults are part and parcel of its perfection, for all that we see in the universe is in the process of becoming. In that process, its perfect evolution is part of that perfection. Thus, the half-unfolded flower is not an imperfect flower that needs defense. On the contrary, its blossoming is proceeding with precise perfection according to the laws of the universe. Likewise, each and every individual on the planet is unfolding, growing, learning, and reflecting that same perfection. Like, whoa! I literally was like, holy fuck. <laughs> I underlined the whole thing. But I'm just going to read that part again. Thus, the half-unfolded flower is not an imperfect flower that needs defense. On the contrary, its blossoming is proceeding with precise perfection according to the laws of the universe. Each and every individual on the planet is unfolding, growing, learning, and reflecting the same perfection. Everyone is on their own journey and timeline, and each petal that you unfold is another step closer to your best self. And it's like, it's just so, I don't know, I loved looking at it like that. Like every hard thing you go through or every setback or every time you think you fail or every hardship, like it's part of your your perfect journey and no one else is going through that same journey except you, you know, like you have your unique, unique journey on this planet and you're still a beautiful flower even though you might be drooping right now. That's just part of the process and yeah, I don't know, I just really like that, so again, would recommend that book. I'm going to read a few more of his quotes during this episode. One thing that really is something I'm learning and working on is um, just the concept, comparison is the thief of joy. I'm not sure if that's the exact quote, but that's just what I remembered. And it's so true because it's like comparison does nothing. It does nothing at all. Like, it's just for me now trying to shape and shift my mindset from oh, why does this person have that and I don't? Or why does this person get this and I don't? Here's a really silly example, but possibly relatable. When I see like all the TikTok stars who just blew the fuck up, they're so young, they blew up. A year ago, they had no followers and were in college and now a year later, they're like extremely rich, having all these crazy opportunities. Their life is completely different. They're famous, whatever. I'm like, geez, like that must be nice. Like, wow, like lucky them or whatever. But then I think about it. I take it a step further. I'm like, actually, no, I don't want their life. Like, I love my life. Like, I love my husband. I love my house. I love my pets. I don't want to be living, like, in a house with a bunch of teenagers, you know? Like, when you really take it down, it's like, oh, no, I don't actually want that life. Like, yeah, maybe I'm envious of their success, but I don't actually want their life, which then just takes it away completely. I'm like, oh, well, then never mind. Like, I don't want that. There's no reason to be jealous or envious because that's them. I don't want their life. I want my own life, you know? I hope that made sense. That was just a silly example that I kind of realized the other day. Like, oh, I mean, it's easy to be jealous of someone's quote-unquote fast, like, overnight success, but then when you're, when you really think about it, you're like, well, actually, no, I don't want their life. I love my life. (laughs) Yeah, comparison is the thief of joy. I really do think that. It's, it doesn't help at all. It's like, it's one thing if you're admiring someone and using their their success to motivate you but I feel like many times we're sometimes comparing ourselves against someone in a negative way like why can't I be like that why can't I succeed like that why don't I look like that it just doesn't help anything you're basically not giving yourself any credit you know you're it it takes you away from appreciating all of the wonderful things that you have going on This is one of my absolute all-time favorite things to remember, and I think it just really changed my mindset on when I want to compare myself with anyone like I just kind of talked about. So yeah, this is one of my favorite things to remember. You are the only you that will ever exist. You being born was no accident. You are beautifully unique, and you have so much to offer that only you can provide for this world. And that's like literally, that's just the truth. There's no one else. 
like you. <laughs> You're the only you and it's not an accident. Like think about how like rare it, it was or what what are the odds? Like what are the chances? I don't know. The mathematical probability that your parents got together and had you. Like what had to happen for that to line up? No matter the circumstances, like something had to line up for you to be born, you know? So it's just pretty cool. And you're the only one, you're the only you that will ever exist. So you might as well get comfortable with yourself because uh, you're all you've got and it's pretty great. So this is something that changed my freaking mind. It literally blew my mind. When I was reading this book, I was laughing out loud. I was like, oh, holy shit when I read this because it's just such a game changer. Um, so yeah, it's from the book Letting Go and it just revolves around the the notion like you did the best you could at that time don't feel guilty for any mistakes or lessons that you had to learn um just learn from them and move on don't feel guilty this whole book talks about how guilt is just the most unnecessary thing because it doesn't do anything helpful whatsoever um like mistakes or lessons can only be used to help you learn like there's literally nothing else you can do with them that's positive you can hold on to feeling guilty for years and years and years, but that does nothing helpful. Like it doesn't do anything helpful. So all you can do is learn from it and move on. Well, one of the most impactful quotes from this book, it's on page 59. So here it is. Why must something always be someone's fault? Why must the whole concept of wrong be introduced to the situation in the first place? Why must one of us be wrong, bad, or at fault? What seemed like a good idea at the time may not have turned out well. That's all unfortunate events may have just happened. It's like, it sounds so simple and it really, I mean, it really is. But if you really, 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 really think about it down to like the core of it and you just keep questioning the situation, everyone is doing their the best they could at that time. And uh, there are a million things that pop in your head when you when you hear that, like, well, no, they're a bad person. Like they did that on purpose or no, that thing was completely immoral. That was wrong. It was terrible. Like, yeah, that all of that can be true, but still, at that given time, that is all that that person could do, you know? It just helps you kind of, I don't know, I don't know, it's it's like a deeper topic, like just realizing that we're all <laughs> kind of like humans just trying to figure this shit out, and yeah, we all make mistakes, we all fuck up, and all we can do is focus on our own shit, that's all we can do, focusing on other people's problems or their mistakes does nothing for you except maybe give you a little sense of feeling good because it makes you feel right and them wrong. But that's not helpful either. That doesn't help you grow. It really doesn't. That's just something I'm learning too is like all you can do from your mistakes is learn from them, move on, and it's just the same for everyone else. Like don't hold anyone to an imperfect standard. We're all trying our best at that given time and I think that's really important because once you learn to have more grace for other people you can have more grace for yourself and people will have more grace for you you know anyway bringing people down for trying is not helpful for anybody doesn't help them grow doesn't help you grow this was a big tangent that I felt was very uh I don't know just kind of came to me so here it is if you don't feel confident in certain areas some external force has led you to feel like that do you think as a baby you were born with low self-confidence? No. So that's just the general idea. Like we all are born just babies, just straight out the womb. Don't know what the fuck's going on. And all these things happen to us and around us that make us grow up to be how we are. And if you don't feel confident about your body or if you don't feel confident in a relationship, if you don't feel confident at work, like something had to happen or influence you to make you feel like that, you know? So once you realize that and it's not just you, you know, like it's like, oh shit, this isn't something that's wrong with me. It's something that happened and I can like work on it, you know? Does that make sense? You have to, you have to get down to what made you feel that way. And sometimes you have to do some really deep digging, like early childhood stuff, which is kind of hard to remember sometimes. And once you can identify a moment that made you feel a lack of confidence um, in whatever area, this exercise from the manifestation course I'm doing, they have you run through the scenario through your mind in a way where you felt supported, loved, and worthy. So like, 
I'm just going to come up with something completely random. Like, I don't know, just a random example off the top of my head. Like maybe when you were younger, if you were a girl, you just got boobs and you wanted to wear like a cute low neck top or something. And your dad was like, oh, don't do that. Makes you look like a whore. And so then after that, you just slowly started not feeling comfortable in your body or you didn't want to show off your body in any way because you felt that that was like immoral or wrong and then that like led to you having low self-esteem with your body. I don't know, literally this is just me making something up, but in that case you would go back to that scenario in your mind and replay it in the way that makes you feel supported and how you wish it would have gone. And I think that's just helpful because then you can separate it helps you identify what you needed in that situation but what you didn't get. So it, again, it like removes you from feeling at fault kind of if that makes sense like it's like oh well this happened this way and that's just how it is I wish it had happened like this and now I can let it go kind of thing so yeah that's been really helpful and and uh very interesting for me to do and also you can write this out too like I think journaling really helps a lot with this kind of thing and also you can do this in everyday circumstances too. They they recommend that in the course I'm doing. Like if you randomly got set off, you got frustrated or angry, you kind of go, oh, well, why was I frustrated? And then you just keep questioning it. I was frustrated because I didn't feel like I was listened to. Well, why didn't you feel like you were listened to? Blah, blah, blah. Like you just keep questioning it until you get to the root of it. And then you go, oh, shit. And then you let it go. So yeah, I thought that was pretty pretty cool exercise to do. Again, I told you guys this episode's very deep, so just buckle up. And something I'm also learning is literally the most mind-blowing thing. Literally mind-blowing. Um, it's fucking crazy, so just bear with me. Just bear with me. A few of you probably have heard about this already, but so it's wild. Your thoughts are actually not you. <laughs> I know that you're like, what the fuck, Rohini? I know, just give me a second. So it sounds crazy, but if you think about it, You can tell yourself to shut up, right? Right? Can you not? If your mind's babbling, 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 like blah, 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 you can have another voice in your head that goes, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't know. I do that all the time. Like, if you have a song stuck in your head, you still have another voice in your head that's like, shut up, like, stop singing, you know? Once you start to look at your thoughts more objectively and not as the truth and not as you, you can shut down all these negative thoughts because that's not actually what you necessarily believe or feel. And like, just an example, when you're looking in the mirror and then some mean thought pops up like, oh, your legs look fucking fat or whatever, you can still be like, no, what? No, they don't. Shut up. Like, that's not true. That's not how I actually feel. And this also is something, once you start paying attention to it, I swear, guys, just try this out. Just hear me out. You'll notice that your thoughts say some crazy shit that you don't actually believe. Like, for me, sometimes I'll be just out walking around and like some mean ass thought pops in my head about someone or a circumstance and I'm like what like literally this mean thought pops in my head and then instantly I'm like what no I don't believe that I didn't think that I don't believe that like you know I think all of us have had those those times where something pops up and you're like what the fuck I don't believe that where did that come from so once you kind of start to notice that your thoughts are really just wiling up there doing their own thing saying crazy shit you can be like oh step back Tell them to, you know, be quiet or not take them as the truth or what you actually believe or what's actually true for you. You can kind of step away from your thoughts, look at them more objectively. I know it sounds wild, but just try it out, I swear. Because once you pay attention to what you're thinking, you realize how just much babble is going on. Like there's constantly constantly babbling going on. I don't know. I always have a song stuck in my head. When I'm brushing my teeth, I'm like, da, 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 brush, brush, brush. Like there's just so much blah, 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 blah going on in your head. And uh, it's not actually you, you know? I know it sounds crazy, but you can look it up. There's lots of books. And this book, Letting Go, talks about it too. Another book that talks about that concept a lot is The Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer. So that was where I first kind of heard about this concept. And ever since then, I'm just noticing so much crazy shit that my mind, my thoughts are saying that I don't actually believe. Like mean things too. Like sometimes it'll be so snarky about Sage and I'm like, what? I don't even believe that. So you have to just kind of look at your thoughts objectively. It might be weird and hard at first and just sounds kind of crazy, but it really changed the game for me. So yeah, these are all my thoughts. This wraps up all my thoughts about self-confidence. 
again, I just wanted to give like a basis of what self-confidence means to me because I think it's so much deeper than simply like a body image or how you feel confident in the workplace or in a relationship. Like it's so much deeper and applies to literally every aspect of your life. So yeah, I just kind of wanted to share that with you guys because it's been really fun. It's been fun. I guess that's kind of the word that I would use. Maybe not the right word, but it's been very eye-opening, insightful, exciting for me to be learning about all of this stuff. And I just feel like my mind is changing and shifting so much, so fast, kind of. Like, I'm really feeling like I'm being expanded a lot. And um, I just wanted to share some of my thoughts with you guys because <laughs> I always like to share my thoughts with you guys. That's why I have a podcast. To sum it up, you can't pour from an empty cup. Help yourself so you can help others. You deserve the life that you want. You deserve happiness, love, security, safety, and you are great. So that sums up my thoughts. Now I wanted to read some of your guys' tips on how to feel more confident. I just asked, like, are there any affirmations or things that you've learned that have really helped with your confidence? And I got some really great ones that I really, really like. And I'm going to apply Two, also I should say that uh, just because I said all that for the last half an hour does not in any way, shape, or form mean I don't struggle with self-confidence. Like, that's the whole thing. We're We're all learning. We all have our moments and our struggles and nobody is perfect. And just because I said all that doesn't mean that I'm like master, I've mastered (laughs) self-confidence. Definitely not. Um, But that is like, you know, where I'd like to be. So I wanted to share um, that with you. Okay. So I'm really hot. I think I need to take my shirt off actually. (laughs) Okay. So here are a few of you lovely cutie pies few of your favorite tips for self-confidence. So these are really sweet. (laughs) They just make me really, they make my heart happy and warm. So you guys are the best. Okay. So first one is for me and body confidence, it really helps to think about how this is the body you were born in, what has allowed you to create all the memories you've had, and it will still be your body in the future. The body that someone will see no flaws in, the body that will let you have kids, etc. I think that's so beautiful. Like that's such a nice way to look at it. And it's so true. Your body does so many amazing things and it's much more than just a physical thing to look at. Like it's so much more than that. So I think that was really, really nice and it's a great reminder. Okay, this one freaking, I loved it. I love the quote that goes something like, you could be the ripest peach on the planet, but there will still be someone that doesn't like peaches. I apply that to everything because it's true. Why care about what others think of you? There will be people that love and cherish every bend in and on your body. That's why it's important to find the love within yourself. Confidence is the most attractive thing anyone can wear. Like, fuck, I'm going to print that shit out. It's so, so amazing. You could be the ripest peach on the planet. There will still be someone that doesn't like peaches. It's so true. Like, all you can worry about is your, well, not worry. All you can focus on is yourself. Everything else besides yourself, how you act, how you interact, what you do is out of your control, you know? Like, it's you. You're you're what you got to focus on. Loving yourself. Another one that was just, it's a nice reminder. One of my favorite quotes is, other people's opinions of me are none of my business. It reminds me to be true to myself. I think that's really true because, again, other people saying mean shit, having negative thoughts, trying to bring someone else down, that has everything to do with them and basically nothing to do with you. Okay, this next one made me emotional. One time I was complaining to my friend that I don't like my body and she got so frustrated and told me, if you didn't have your body, you couldn't hug me. And that changed a lot for me and how I think about the purpose of my body. It's not here to look good on Insta. It's here to take me through my life. I loved that. That like makes me so emotional. If you didn't have your body, you couldn't hug me. Like, it's so true. <laughs> That's so true. Oh my gosh. What a nice friend. And then here are some... Uh, submissions on my story so they're a little bit shorter you're the only person that you're gonna be in this life so learn to love it heart so true so so true okay next one if you ever think you want to change something about yourself sit back and question do I want to do this for my true happiness or for the satisfaction of pleasing or conforming to others chances are you would be more confident without society's expectations so learn to try and live your life without conforming to those 
Absolutely. Do I want this for my true happiness? Okay, this is actually a good example. <laughs> Again, silly, silly example, like super superficial, but I think I should just share it anyway because it's something that's tangible, I guess. So, do I want this for my true happiness or for the satisfaction of pleasing or conforming to others? Just, this just happened to me. So, I was dying and drooling over the, oh god, I can never say the name, Jacques Mousse. The French brand that's really cool and beautiful. I have one of their little green bags. I They have this market bag that's yellow. It's like Le Petit Soleil something bag. And it's yellow and it's beautiful. And I have been eyeing it for months and months and months. A couple of my favorite Instagrammers have it. And then one of my Instagram friends got it. And I just wanted it so bad. And like it went on sale and I almost got it. But then I didn't. And then it went off sale. So now it was like $500 and I almost bought it. And then I was like, I literally had this moment. I was been reading a lot of these like bettering yourself type of book books. And I had this moment like, do I actually need this designer bag that's expensive? Or do I actually just want a cute French market bag? Like I mostly just want a bag that I can take to the, the supermarket or to the farmer's market or to the beach and just have a really beautiful bag that's going to last me my whole life that I can put stuff in. And I was like, shit, I actually just want a bag. I don't need that designer name tag on it because the only reason why I wanted that is for outward approval and for people to think I'm cool, <laughs> to be a cool, cute Insta baddie. That's literally the only reason why I wanted that. And so I was like, oh, fuck, okay, yeah, I don't need that. So I ordered like a $50 handmade one on Etsy. <laughs> and it's just like the most beautiful French market bag. It's perfect. And it's going to last me my whole life. And it's what I actually wanted. It's like has nothing to do with outward approval. It's just to serve a purpose and to bring me joy, you know? So that was, I. that sounds really annoying and superficial. But like, I don't know, for me, that was a good moment of being like, wow, I think I'm actually growing because normally I would have just bought the expensive bag and it would have been great, but it's not like I need it, you know? I just wanted other people to think I'm cool. So anyway, thanks for listening to my story. Moving back on. Sorry, I'm, someone said, act like the baddest bitch you know and you'll soon, you'll soon start believing it. Honestly, fire, tongue out emoji. <laughs> I love that. Someone said, fall in love with the person that you're becoming. Loving yourself and being confident is sexy. So, so true. Ta- oh, this is so sweet. Okay. Talk to and treat yourself the same way you would treat a loved one and a child with kindness and respect. That is another thing. This goes back to your mind and your thoughts saying bullshit that it's not actually what you believe. Because again, we always say like, I would never talk like that to my best friend or I would never talk like that to my child. I would never like say these mean, terrible things about someone else. So why do you have these thoughts in your head? It's like something just to shift when you say, when you say something like terrible about yourself, you can think about it and be like, wait, no, I don't believe that. I would never say that to someone else. Why would I ever say that to myself? You know? So I think that's a really, really, really great reminder. Someone said morning affirmations in the mirror, cheesy, but effective. Yes. I love that video of the dad and daughter looking in the mirror. Like you are smart. You are beautiful. Like saying the morning affirmations that made me fucking emotional. I'm definitely going to do that with my kids again. Like my mom saying, you are great. You are great all the time to me obviously helped me a lot. So I cannot wait to do that with my kids. I feel like I need to like start making a journal and write down all these things I want to teach my kids because I'm just learning so much and I hope I can cram it all in. Like I want to just make them so feel so loved and supported and just be the best mom I can be. Oh my God. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) someone said something that makes them feel confident, taking sexy pics, bikini, lingerie, or nude smiley face. (laughs) Love that. And yes, agreed for sure. Oh yeah, this is a good one. I learned that even those that have the perfect body type in quotes still have insecurities and that shit makes it easier. True. Everyone, everyone has an insecurity, like the saying, you always want what you can't have. So true. Everyone has something. The person where you're like, wow, they're literally perfect body. I'm sure they have some type of insecurity because it's all whack. Everyone has an insecurity, which just is sucks, <laughs> but it's the truth. Wearing clothes that are my style and fit my body. Squeezing into tight jeans is like cross arms emoji. <laughs> I don't know how to describe that, but yeah, that's so true. That's so true. Like I wanted to be a size zero <laughs> 
in college, which is not fuck like what I had my my birthing hips came in. I was not supposed to be a size zero. I don't know. Like that was something for me. I just wanted to stay the same size as when I was in sixth grade. For some reason, when I step on the scale, I expect to see the number that when I was in sixth grade, which makes no fucking sense. So that's like key, like just get the size of jeans or a shirt that actually fits you and like flatters your body and makes you feel confident and comfortable. Don't like try to fit into a certain number or size because you think that's what you should. Like it's way more, it's way more better. Oh God. Oh God. English. It's way better to feel confident and comfortable and sexy because you're going to look better in that outfit that, that you feel confident and comfortable in rather than trying to squeeze in something that you think you should like fit in, you know, does that make sense? So yeah, I, I love that one. This is a, this is a good one. Everyone is more worried about themselves than they are about you. So you might as well do you. That is so true. That's something that I really learned in New York. Everyone is more worried about themselves. That's why you see so many wonderful, unique people in New York because everyone's just doing them. They're all vibing, just doing you. And I think it's a good reminder that you should just only worry about yourself. Like, don't worry about other people's problems. Don't worry about other people's business. Like, stay in your own business, you know? Obviously, I mean this in a, like a negative way. Like if someone needs help, obviously help them. That's not what I meant by that. Aw, this one's so sweet. She said, looking at myself through the eyes of my boyfriend, family, and friends with the like puppy dog eyes emoji. Oh, that's so sweet. And that's true because again, like if your friend says something negative about themselves, you're like, what? No, you're beautiful. Like that's beautiful. Your hair, your body, your butt, like whatever, that's beautiful. So yeah, like looking, looking at yourself through their eyes. That's actually really, that's really sweet. (laughs) Someone said walking around and doing chores naked helps me feel comfortable in my body. LOL. Dude, I love that. I don't know if I, I think I would, I think I would do that. Definitely in my underwear, but except I think some people might be able to see us. I don't know. I should probably try that out. Actually love that. If anybody wants to try out vacuuming naked, please let me know how it goes. That's like, if I was living in the middle of the Hawaiian jungle, like Hitomi style, I would totally do that. Oh, this is a good one. Never take criticism from someone you'd never take advice from. God, that's a good one. That's something I really have been learning lately. Like, whoa, that's a really good one. That's a good one. It again applies to like, if someone's trying to criticize you and bring you down, that has more, says more about them than it does about you. Because obviously if it's someone you respect and love and like you're close to and you trust their opinion, if they're giving you like critique or telling you you messed up, then that's one thing. But if it's like someone who is just mean, (laughs) you don't need, you know, you shouldn't take that to heart. Um, this is a good one. Life is too short to dwell on looks. Do whatever you want and treat yourself kindly. T. I feel like she might be an Aquarius. Now, here are a few... Wow, my laptop's really hot. Here are a few email submissions that were a little bit longer, but I really um, liked them, so... Okay, this one was freaking beautiful, so here it is. Hi, Rohini. First of all, I'm really inspired by the content you share. I'm usually someone that's not very interested in keeping up with influencers, for lack of a better term, but I just feel such good energy radiating from your content. Oh, that makes me happy. That sounds a bit hippy-dippy, but I'm sure you get what I mean. Oh, girl, I'm... Apparently, I'm all in the hippy-dippy, so my boyfriend, I mean my boyfriend, what the fuck? My husband's name is Sage, so clearly, I'm in the hippy-dippy. I wanted to share my story about confidence with you and possibly your listeners. I used to struggle a lot with, well, with everything. My teenage years were quite the roller coaster, but I found that confidence for me grows from my ability to rely on myself. It comes from being able to recognize my emotions, to name them, and to feel their respective sensations unfold in my body to sit with them rather than to run away with them or act on rash impulses. This has taught me, or rather, I'm still very much learning, to regulate my emotions and trust myself. It has also strengthened my connection to my body. With less emotional turmoil, I feel much comfier with myself, and at the same time, tracing sensations allow me to truly feel my body. This has allowed me to rely on myself, and as cheesy as it sounds, by feeling like I have my own back, I can walk with much more confidence through life so beautiful. I see it with a lot of friends of mine, as well as myself, that we are so often afraid of our own feelings, thoughts, our own internal world. But I think the most important advice I could give to anyone is encapsulated by this quote by Glennon Doyle in her really lovely book, Untamed. What I thought would kill me didn't. Every time I said to myself, I can't take this anymore, I was wrong. The truth was that I could and did take it all, and I kept surviving. Surviving again and again made me less afraid of myself, of other people, of life. Yeah, that's really, I really like that quote. I haven't heard that before. Ultimately, this message serves as an anchor for me whenever I feel low or facing turbulent times. 
I'm sorry this turned out to be a rather long email, and I hope I don't come across as someone who thinks they know it all or pseudo-enlightened. There's so much I don't know, and I'm constantly learning. But if I have learned anything from my years of struggle and therapy, then it is this. I hope this may help someone or inspire. I can't wait to listen to your next episode. They are a real treat. And of course, if you have time, I'd be curious for an answer. Aw, so sweet. Honestly, sweetest fucking email. You guys are like the cutest cutie pies ever. Um, I just love this whole email. She like talks about her her journey, this beautiful quote that I'm definitely going to refer back to. And then at the end, she's like, I hope I don't come across as pseudo enlightened. It's just like, ah, so nice. It, I don't know. We're all, we're all learning and we're all trying to better ourselves. And it's just really nice to hear and see you guys doing it too. But what she said about learning to sit with your emotions and let them unfold is something that this book I'm reading, Letting Go, also really talks about because it says that basically, I mean, we've we've heard this a lot, like pent-up emotions cause a lot of problems. And he talks about this in the book, like with the scientific studies that show people who are just holding on to their bad emotions can literally cause health problems. Like, it's just better to acknowledge it. And this is something that I'm working on too, because Oftentimes something like an emotion, really strong emotion will just come up really fast and I'll just push it back down just as fast as it came up. But I'm learning to just like when it comes up to kind of like sit in it, like she said, and acknowledge it. Like, what is this? Why am I feeling like this? Like, and just keep questioning it, question it till I get to the bottom of it and then be like, okay, like write about it or whatever I need to do. But I really think that is very helpful because you can just let it go. You can feel it and you can let it go instead of just pushing it back down because I find whenever I push it back down, it comes back up again very soon and it just gets stronger and stronger until it kind of fucks you up. So it really is important to let your emotions out. And this comes from an air sign who it's very difficult for me generally to do that, but it's definitely something I'm working on. And I used to be so embarrassed to cry, like so embarrassed. My entire childhood growing up, I was like, could not be caught dead crying. Well, not childhood, actually. I cried a lot in childhood, which is why like in middle school, high school, college, I was like terrified of crying. But now I just cry all the time, like mostly from happy stuff, like sweet stuff or very touching things. It's just nice to let it out, you know? It's literally good for you. So anyway, I really love that submission and I really appreciate all of the wonderful things that you said. Hi Rohini, I know this is a lot, but I just wanted to share a realization that I think really got me through some of the low self-esteem that most, if not all of us, go through as teens and young adults. Growing up, the insecurities just keep on coming. There's the first time you understand what it feels like to be insecure about your weight or body shape, and then breakouts, and then stretch marks, and then you realize you're the only one in your friend group who hasn't had a boyfriend or hasn't figured out what to do after high school. And then back to breakouts. Each time you either get used to one insecurity or feel like you've solved it. There's another one. I realized a little while ago that there has always been and would always be at least one thing, if not multiple, that I was majorly insecure about in any given moment in my life. And feeling like I would only deserve happiness or be truly happy once I had successfully, quote unquote, fixed that insecurity was only keeping me from getting the most out of life. I've started to derive my self-confidence from intentionally committing to living my life the best that I can despite the things about myself that make me feel, quote, less than. Feeling sad, alone, or confused about how you fit into the society and community you live in is all part of the human experience. It's not easy to do, and it's not as much a solution to your insecurities as much as a decision and desire to shift those emotions into a more productive path. But I think allowing yourself to feel it and then making a point to live fully anyway is in itself much more beautiful than any standard of perfection you could set for yourself. Deciding each day that you truly rather spend your energy chasing your dreams, remaining passionate about your life and the people in it, and trying to grow as a person and do the most good in the world that you can is how you find strength and comfort in yourself. And I think that's really what self-confidence is anyway. I'm only 19 and I have a lot to figure out and a lot of my life left to live. But I'm so much more at peace since learning that I'm better off pouring my soul into what I truly love instead of empty societal ideals that will never really fulfill me anyway. Love you in the podcast and I'm excited to hear what you have to say about this topic. Oh, I could cry, dude. This episode is so like, fuck. I hope you guys are getting as much out of this as I am because I just feel like, oh my goodness. But it's so, like everything she just said is so like fucking amazing and such a great thing to learn from. 
And so true. Like she said, um, deciding each day that you truly rather spend your energy chasing your dreams, reigning passionate about your life and the people in it, and trying to grow as a person and do the most good in the world that you can is how you find strength and comfort in yourself. And I think that's really what self-confidence is anyway. I could not agree more. I think that's like exactly similar thought of what I was saying at the beginning. Yeah, self-confidence is a basis. It's a way, it's like a way of life. It just applies to everything. So I really, really like, I really like that submission. Thank you for that. Okay, next person said, buy clothes that fit you in all caps. Personally, I have a larger chest, but I always wanted to wear the same size as my petite friends with small boobs. So I would buy shirts that wouldn't flatter my body in an effort to look like them. It's always been something I was insecure about because I have a small frame compared to the size of my chest. But when you start buying clothes that flatter you in your shape, girl, the whole game changes. I love my boobs now. They're gorgeous. Ugh, yes. Does it still bother me sometimes that I can't go braless in a cute little tank? Sure. But then I put on my nice v-neck bodysuit and I don't care anymore because I look sexy. <laughs> Smiley face. Same thing goes for pants. Just size up. The number doesn't matter and you will look and feel so much better if you're not busting out of the waist just because you wanted to have a smaller number on the tag that no one sees or notices by the way hope that helped yes fucking true spitting bars right there like i love what she said i put on my nice v-neck bodysuit and i don't care anymore because i look sick see smiley face like yes fuck yes god i love all of these you guys are amazing okay next one Hey, Heen, love your podcast, first of all. Always makes me giggle and or feel warm inside. Feel so warm inside. Oh. Um, here's my little excerpt about self-confidence. Something I learned as I grew up surrounded by so many women with different bodies is that your insecurities should be treated as mental while still representing physical areas of your body. When I was younger, I used to absolutely despise my height. I'm 5'9 for reference because all my friends were 5'5 five, five and under. Now, many years later, I realized that it wasn't my height that actually bugged me. It was that I really just felt uncomfortable in situations where I stand out. By evaluating my emotions whenever I felt uncomfortable or shy in social situations, I was able to realize that most of my physical insecurities stem from mental ones, which can 100% be worked on by seeing a therapist, meditating, trying out meaningful practices, etc. I guess what I'm trying to say is oftentimes we associate areas of our confidence to physical things and body parts when really our insecurities stem from our situations where we feel exposed and vulnerable, which we usually attribute to one thing in particular. It's all about checking your physical and mental health as they are, as if they are intertwined because they are. Keep up the awesome podcast, love. Ah, God, you guys are so good. These are amazing. I really hope that you guys listening, save this episode and just come back to this episode every time you're feeling down. Seriously, like pound this into your head until you believe it because it's so, so true. And these, these words and stories everyone is telling is just like invaluable, truly invaluable. So I appreciate you guys sharing all of this very, very much. Okay. Next one. Hi Heaney. I love how openly you talk about your journey with self-confidence. Is genuinely a major part of what made you my favorite influencer way back when I found your IG in 2017. Oh my gosh. Wow, I can't believe it's been that long. Damn, yeah, you're an OG. Love you. I've recently graduated college, but back in high school, my self-confidence was frankly absolute shit. I had a terrible quote, quote, best friend who made sure to always let me know that she was my better half. What the fuck? Oh man, that boils my blood. LOL. I always compared myself to her and to other people around me and on social media. And I dreamt of a life where I was happy with my body, my face, and everything that made me me. I also grew up in a very conservative white American town and a child of European immigrants, so I was always stuck comparing how different my family was to everyone else's and feeling like shit because of it. After high school, I went to college in a big city where I met better friends that lifted me up and gave me encouragement I had needed to grow in my own confidence. I think the top things that have helped me become confident in myself is to find the beauty in others and appreciate the hell out of it without wishing it for myself because there's so much beauty in me that I should appreciate just as much. Sometimes you have to remind yourself that you are hot as fuck. Yes! Oh my gosh. Sometimes you have to remind yourself that you are hot as fuck. Absolutely. And another tip is to do things you know will make yourself proud. Have goals that you can and will accomplish and that gives you something to be proud of yourself for. I went into my undergrad with the intention to graduate a year early, and it was hard as shit, but I did it, and I'm so proud of myself for showing myself that I could. Manifestation, like you talked about in your episode a little while ago, definitely helped me have confidence in my abilities and in the plan that the universe has for me. Oh, I love this one. I think the top things that have helped me become confident in myself is to find the beauty in others and appreciate the hell out of it without wishing it for myself. Because there is so much beauty in me that I should appreciate just as much. Yes. Like, 
hammer it down in your head. Yes, like appreciating the beauty of other people, recognizing that that is their unique beauty and you have your own unique beauty. It's like so wonderful. Fuck, guys, you guys are really killing it today with the submissions. Here's the last submission. Hi, Heen. Been loving your podcast and can't wait for this episode. I think my advice would be that having confidence comes in waves and you shouldn't beat yourself up if you don't like what you see in the mirror. Also, if people in your life are pulling you down and making fun of you, move the fuck on. Move the fuck on. Yes, not everyone deserves you and all your special qualities. Lastly, my mom always says you can't control your feelings, but you can control how you react to them. If you feel down or unconfident, recognize how you feel and then do something to distract yourself or do some self-care. Also, it helps me to realize that my feelings will change and won't last forever. XOXO. Fuck. All these are nuggets of gold. Like, I seriously, seriously am gonna listen to this episode again when I'm feeling down. Yes, I listen to my own episode sometimes. I know that's weird. Am I a narcissist? I don't know. But seriously, like, save this episode. Send it to your friends. Everyone... If, like, think about how beautiful the world would be. Oh, God, I'm getting so cheesy. I don't think I'm PMSing, but I'm, like, literally on the verge of tears right now. Think about how beautiful the world would be if everyone, like, loved themselves. (laughs) I know it's so cheesy, but think about it. Like, fuck, it'd be so nice. And we could just all love ourselves, treat ourselves well, treat our friends well, treat our partners well, treat the earth well. Like, oh, my goodness, really would be amazing. So, (sighs) cheers to working towards that. (laughs) Honestly, a lot of us are stuck at home, right? So this is a great time to work on yourself. And I really do think there's some like astrological uh, things I've read that are pointing to this, that this is like a time where everyone is working on themselves. And ultimately, the results will be for the better. Like we're all going through shit shows. The planet's going through a lot of fucking shit right now. But ultimately, the end result will... um, be positive and I think the best thing we can do during this time if you're stuck at home just try to like get to know yourself better try to work on yourself in any way that feels right for you and again like she just said having confidence comes in waves and you shouldn't beat yourself up like I said guilt is just useless beating yourself up is not helpful it's it's just try to let go of that if you can because again you're doing the best you can at that given moment. If you could do better, you would have done better. Like, that's just what you could do at that moment. So, there's no use holding on to it, feeling bad about it. Just acknowledge it, learn from it if you need to or want to, and move on. And, you know, just keep on keeping on, baby. Yeah, I'm definitely feeling very inspired from this episode. I'm really excited to edit it and just to kind of soak it in. And, I really hope that you guys learned something from it too or that it can just be here as a resource if you're feeling down because it really does help to distract yourself. If you're just having one of those shit days where everything seems bad and wrong, just try to distract yourself. So bookmark this one for a later date. Just know that you guys are great. Like I said, you're great. You are worthy. You are loved. You can do everything you want. And again, like I'm not saying that it's going to be easy and that some people have it much harder than others. That is just a fact of life. Some people have it much easier or harder than others, but everyone has some struggles. Everyone has something they need to work through. None of us are just walking around like, I don't know, completely enlightened or whatever unless you're Jesus Cristo himself but it's like we all have stuff we need to work on and no matter how many hard things you have to go through I still really think it's worth it and I really want that for you you know I want that for you and if I can help you in any way hopefully maybe by doing this podcast I really would like to do that because I want you guys all to have your best lives whatever that means for you yeah I love you guys and I'm really grateful for all of you and I'm grateful that you're sharing the podcast and telling your friends and leaving reviews and just being so sweet and supportive and I'm really glad that you're enjoying it. So make sure to follow the Instagram, Acting My Age Podcast, because I basically exclusively post on there about submissions for the next episode. So if you don't follow me there, then you probably will miss the window to submit a story, (laughs) which we don't want that because I'd love to hear all of your stories. You guys are fucking great. You're the shit. And I love my podcast fam very, very much. I hope you guys are all having a wonderful Wednesday and I hope this could boost it a little bit. Thank you for everyone who sent in their amazing stories and advice. Very, very grateful for all of your little golden nuggets of wisdom. Keep on keeping on, guys. I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to Acting My Age with me, Rohini Elise. See you next week. I see a sky with the rain.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 